grab a six or a cold one, and whatever else trips your trigger, we're about to embark on a dynasty road trip. That's right, we'll tool around the back roads of fantasy football land, taking in the sights of 10 and 12-man dynasty leagues. But leave your keys at home, because here's your drivers, Ron and Jonah. You know, I've been hesitant to bring anything up, too, just because it's, uh, you know, I, I don't know how much people that we draft with are actually going to listen to this, or, or that me saying a player I like would actually affect anyone else's draft, you know? Right. And That's well, the, the, the funny thing is that <laughs> I found a way around that is that I don't have any players right now. Yes. I paid zero attention. I have no idea who's what. I cannot tip my hand. Yeah. Bit of genius on my part. Yeah. Like I said, I used to be hardcore. The, the, the combine played in its entirety. Uh, the TV stayed on the NFL Network 24-7. I took copious notes. I had certain drills with numbers I looked for. Mm. No, I, I don't even pay attention. <laughs> right, that's fair. How have you been? Uh, busy. Busy as hell. Me too. And, Me too. Uh, it's gotten awfully podcasty up in here. Yeah, your podcasts are have been immense, and I'm worried about you. <laughs> yeah yeah because i'm in one of those manic phases where i can do mm-hmm. a million things at once and when i crash it's going to be absolutely epic yeah yeah no one's gonna be able to reach me for three months i'm just gonna yeah. hide i feel like you'll you'll come out with like a mental health podcast <laughs> <laughs> right that's where i really make my mark after right. my big psychotic break i right. uh i regroup <laughs> right when you uh when you bring in yourself as, as the next special guest on one of your podcasts, it's also a stopping point. Right. Well, Ron, I don't know. I think you're compensating for something. What are you really trying to prove with all this? I have been a busy man myself. Um, we haven't done a podcast in about two weeks here. Um, no. You know, the, and I will say that's probably uh, an okay thing because everyone else that's doing fantasy content right now, oh, just going just, balls out. They they are changing their mind and nothing is happening. Um, you know, at this point right now, even the true like NFL insiders, like the Adam Schefters of the world, they're not just like any real info. I know there's no real info. I mean, someone's hoping for a uh, right. some sort of assaults or something to report on. <laughs> really right that's that's not the only thing that's going to change anything at this point so all that happens is public opinion um that's all that changes a lot of people this time of year like to do mock drafts um get some adps this this whole idea of adps if you're looking at this well, let me just put it this way no adp is correct um, no right nothing is going to sync up especially if you're in as many dynasties as, as we are i've got four uh two of them i set up the third one was based off of my scoring and the fourth one i acted as a consultant and used my scoring as a baseline none of them are the same yeah <laughs> these yeah. guys the, the position that you have available to play them in the practice squad eligibility it's all different that makes all these ADPs just a whole bunch of fucking hoot and nanny. Well, and especially since we have not had the draft yet, you know. Right. I mean, yeah, great. I mean, even after that, to a degree, there's, yeah. still, you know, but yeah. but yeah, right now, landing spot means everything. Yep, it really does. So, you know, we we talk about this, uh, talk about some different strategies uh, on you know how to look at this time of season, what to think about going into it. Um, I think you and I have both kind of gone into the the world of like overanalyzing is a waste of time. Right. I've been right? through it. First of all, let's be honest. <clears throat> so many people have done the work for you. If you want to dig deep, if you really want to get statistical data, please do not waste your own precious time to do so. So if you're sitting at home, you're like, I could do five podcasts tonight. Or I could research two guys. Just do your five podcasts like usual. Like you don't need to hop on this thing. Pay for a service if you need to find stats. Like pay five bucks, go look at someone's yeah. draft guide. Pick what's important to you. Somebody has done all the legwork and probably have it in a format where you can pick and choose the metrics 
that you give a shit about. Right. Because that's another thing we're going to get into is is the the way those metrics. I mean, I, I'm sure we look at a lot of the same things, but even mm-hmm. if we do, we're weighting them different. It's it's a magical time of year. It really is. Um, you know, I, I'm going to tell you like uh, maybe a fun way to approach this is um, let's talk. Let's go by positions and um, tell me what you look for. One one trait that you look for uh, per position when you're, when you're going to draft a guy outside of landing spot. Okay. So, right. For instance, quarterbacks, what, is there anything you're looking for in a quarterback? I think I've learned from watching several drafts that I'm going to need um, like two years of consistent college production. I'm actually looking for a quarterback who's done it two years in a row um, at the college level teams change and stuff. So often I, I need to see a guy be able to not just have that one season where everything lined up for that college and, and the next season he falls off or vice versa. So I, at the quarterback position, I look for consecutive years production. Um, okay. And I guess for me, I guess it's a, uh, it's big body and big mm-hmm. arm. I've, uh, I've taken swings and misses on guys like Blake Bortles. I, I yeah. thought he was going to be like another Roethlisberger, just a, a monster of a man. So yeah, I take a big frame, big arm. I said, coach the rest. And it's a, uh, it's a crap shoot from there. Uh, you know, I guess now in the modern era too, uh, there's, you got to think about the scrambling quarterback thing. Um, right. What, what, what's your opinion on that? Are you, do you, okay. So let's put this out there. Do you like a Lamar Jackson? Um, I like, do you like starting a guy like that? Or would you rather have a pure passer given those two options? I, I like along with that big body. I like mobility. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I've already mentioned Ben. Man, people forget because he played so long. When he was young, he was mm-hmm. mobile and athletic. Yep. He he could get to the corner and fucking truck somebody. Yeah. I mean, even Mason Rudolph, he's like six four. I, I, I like a big dude who can move. I don't like it to be too much of their arsenal. Yeah. I I agree. Uh, you got to be a passer first and the ability to scramble second. Um uh, you know, a guy that I know he put up fantasy points, but um, I think a great example of that is Jalen Hurts. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't like Jalen Hurts, and he puts up fantasy points, but I just don't mm-hmm. think a franchise like the Eagles. Um, I don't think they're going to give him one more year to not be a good passer. Big Ten Dynasty a couple of years back, it was my year to go quarterbacks. So mm-hmm. we took Joe Burrow in the first. So mm-hmm. I came back, took Herbert in the second, and then came back with Hurts in the third. And to that point. Uh, one of them had to go and it was hurts because for exactly that reason, it's great weapon to have, but I feel like it's too much of his arsenal that if he loses it, he's pedestrian. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's move on to the uh, running back spot. I'll, I'll, I'll leave this one off. Uh, There's no position more crucial um, for this than, uh, than any other spot in the NFL age is the big one for me here um i just i'm not interested in a 23 24 year old running back as a rookie i I will if the the talent is exceptional but you know if the guy's gonna be 24 years going into the league he's got three years left of his prime and he's got to have a clear path to snaps Mm -hmm. because if he doesn't have that right away yeah i mean maybe every once in a while there's a guy like thomas jones who uh, gets a late start and is still viable at 32 Mm -hmm. but they uh, Thomas Joneses don't grow on trees. They do not. Anything you look for in particular outside of age? Um, age, like you said, big one. Uh, I, I still uh, Ronald Jones, another mm-hmm. another guy I like. He's still coming into his second contract. He's still only like twenty four. Yeah, he's yeah. younger than some guys that are about to get drafted. Mm-hmm. Like you said, the the other thing for me, well, it's skill set. Mm-hmm. Um, because you read some of these guys, they have some great measurables. They're pretty fast. They've got good hands, but if they slate into being a third down back, I don't need it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's, there's some of those that come along every once in a while too. And you find a guy that's productive in that role, but I'm not taking a guy who's coming out of the gate pigeonholed <laughs> into that one spot. So I look for somebody with uh, the kind of skill set that, that's going to be a two to three down back. Um, the other piece that I look for is weight and um, hmm. it got to be 200 pounds for me. I just, yeah. 
you know, I, I know there's, there is some usefulness to a guy who's uh, going to catch passes out of the backfield. Um, <clears throat> but quite honestly, those kind of guys are going to pick them off the free agent wire. I don't, I would rather, right. I'd rather, honestly, I'd rather reach for a, or not reach. I'd rather if I'm in the third round and I've got one of those running backs who looks like he's definitely just going to be, he's like 185, eight and caught 60 passes in college. Right. I'd rather take a risk on a wide receiver or a uh, quarterback in that spot that, um, cause I, I know his, his ceiling is already set that his ceiling is 60 catches in the NFL as a running back. And it's got to just fall just right. Like, um, right. That's Naeem, best Naeem case Himes. scenario. You know, Naeem Himes, for example, that, right. I'm just like, I, I, uh, Tariq Cohen. Yeah. JD McKissick. Yeah. Um, there are know. some of those roles and you can in a pinch. Hey, I think he can get me five points. Yep. But yeah, you, like you said, that's a guy you get off the wire. You don't come mm-hmm. into uh, <laughs> coming to on the front end looking for somebody that's like you said, their ceiling's capped. Yep. Yeah, it's already there. So, um, how about wide receiver? Um, that's size again for me. Yeah, me I'm a big size guy. I mean, Megatron, me DK Metcalf, yeah. uh, Mapletron. Yeah. I I take big swings on big dudes. They don't always. <laughs> hit but uh like i said you can't teach six five yep uh that's what i was gonna say if you if you go six two and you're 40 times <clears throat> 4.6 or below i'm all in yeah yeah i go i go size and speed as well has it has it burnt me in the past i'm sure i've skipped on a few players but um i will tell you what um the the last time i drafted a a wide receiver that was didn't fit those measurables that was under six foot. <clears throat> I remember uh, I got him in the early second round in the dynasty draft and it was Marquise Brown. Yep. And I, rem- I remember just being like, I don't want to take this guy because I know what he is and I just don't want to do it. But he fell to me and he was like the number one drafted wide receiver and he was a six in the draft. And I was like, oh, fine, I'll take him. But I hated it. And it's right, right because he started this, he started this last season as like a top 15 wide receiver. And by the end of it, he was, I, I just got to, your, your home run hitters are great. They, they'll win you games. It's also lose you a lot of games. Give me a guy who gets me 60 yards on a bad week and 122 touchdowns on a good week every day. Age to me doesn't really matter with wide receiver. Not as much. No, uh, I don't worry too much about production in college because that's such a variable of quarterback and system. And guys move around so much. Yeah. I mean, positional s- switches in college are uh, nonstop. Right. Tight end position. Anything you look for in particular? Size. Yeah. I, I want a dude that's like 6'5", <laughs> the the upside of 250 if I can get it. Yeah. Uh, big size speed guy. And I said they take five years to develop. Um, right. And I said, give me, give me the frame. Yeah. I would... Uh, for me, tight end, it's it's all about the round they're drafted in. Honestly, that's a huge piece of it for me. I mean, very rare does a tight end in the top three rounds go as a blocking tight end, right? True. You don't have to you don't have to pay that. So, um, and and you don't we don't draft a lot of tight ends even in dynasty football. To be honest, um, even in a deep, you know, most of the leagues we play in, we're drafting thirty to forty rookies. Uh, I bet you the most we see is four or five tight ends come off that board. So, and that's um, a good year. That is a good year. <clears throat> and and honestly, by by the time those guys are eligible to come up off your practice squad, two of them are already sifted themselves out as if they're not even in the NFL anymore. So, right, like it got to be a first second round pick. There's not a Kyle Pitts every year. Um, just doesn't happen. So, uh, that's one I kind of stay away from. Well. You know, we, we talked about our draft, our philosophy here on these players. Then let's talk about um, our preference on how we draft. We talked about how we don't like to overanalyze before the draft. You kind of, do you do any strategy of where you, I know some guys like to say, okay, this year I'm taking, you said, mentioned before about quarterbacks. Like I'm just making all my picks this position. Do you ever play that way? I found myself in that spot in my second 10 man where positionally, um, I think it was originally wide receiver. I'd gotten really weak and it was like, you know what? I I've got to hit one 
maybe two. Like I need this to work. So I thought, fuck it. Let's take all three. I got talked into JJR Siga white side in the first round. It didn't work out so well, but I came back and grabbed uh, Metcalf and then Debo Samuel. That was showing me right there. All right. There's some, there, there's some payoff to the system. So the next year quarterbacks, I said, I ran through Burrow, Herbert, uh, and Hertz. And then this year I came back in too late for Javante. Uh, so I believe that was Carter, Ramondre Stevenson. Um, I had to sneak in a Friar Muth in there, but yeah, I, I, I have had reasonable success, but I don't do that in a league unless my roster dictates it. I've got four dynasties and I, I've done that in none of the other ones. Yeah. Yeah. I guess a lot of times for me, I, I, I haven't ever used that strategy before. Um, only if you I, need to. Only it's, if I, yeah, only if you need to. Uh, and I, I would suppose the place that, that tends to happen the most is quarterback and running back. Um, you know, I, I don't, I don't think, I guess sometimes people go on wide receivers, just much easier to get out there. Yeah. <clears throat> um, the funny part is it wasn't until I believe the third round of the second draft before somebody noticed I had gone positional. One mm-hmm. guy picked up on it. Um, and then I said, yeah, go back and look at last year. He was like, holy shit, he did it there. Yeah. Yeah. I, we, we definitely play some guys that we know do that. Um, we play some guys who go the strategy of getting as many draft picks as you can, um, drafting a bunch of guys, knowing that half of them will pan out. Um, we've seen where that works well is if half of them don't pan out. That's awesome because usually you get some stars and where, where it hurts you is if you get a bunch of guys where they're kind of like in the middle of the road and yeah, then you all make those middling dudes, mm-hmm. right? Like I got, I got six wide receiver threes that I got to make a decision on. I got to pick the right three to carry on my squad. The other three, I got to cut loose. Um, but we've seen that strategy work. Um, I am one. I know this is where you and I kind of have differed over the years playing fantasy football. I have no problem using draft picks to buy players. Um, I, I, I tend to be active with trading picks during the season. I rarely go into a draft with all of my picks intact. <laughs> Um, I have held on to my first for a few years in a row and, and in my leagues, uh, learned that lesson, but I am very happy to trade away a second round pick during the season. If I can get something for it. It's funny though. I look back at our original dynasty, the nasty, the nasty, a 10 man half PPR dynasty featuring practice squad founded by Ron and Jonah in 2011. I must have grown into this role because the first seven, eight years of that league, man, I'm all over trading picks, moving up. Uh, that year I packaged up my whole draft to move up to number one and take Le'Veon Bell. I mean, mm-hmm. um, it's not that I won't do it. It's I've, It's got to be something I like. And yeah. I knew if I got up to number one that year, I could take Le'Veon Bell, who was slotting as a starter for the Steelers. And that was cool. A little homer point for me. But what really talked me into that was I was picking, I believe, uh, seven, six or seven. I was looking at EJ Manuel, and I didn't want to do that. No. <laughs> so I thought, shit, if my options are pony up the draft and get the guy I want or sit down at six and take EJ Manuel, fuck, here, take my money. Uh, I'll pony up all those draft picks. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, EJ Manuel. That's a, that's a tough year, but like we've touched on it before, and I think it's Im- really important to mention um, these draft picks fluctuate in value throughout the season, and clearly, right now is when they're worth the most. So, if you come into a draft, I said, like we have kind of not over prepared you're also not so much attached to those picks. It's easier to, to come in and give them up. I, I said, I don't, I, I can't tip my hand here because I don't have a hand. I haven't looked at the draft class. I don't know where I'm picking. I'm just, it let, let the chips fall. I'm trying to decide here too, for me, like I don't love this draft. I think a lot of people will say that this year, there, there's just, there's just not a lot of love 
for this draft right now, um, which is fair, but there's going to be some stars out of here. We just don't know who they are. We right. touched base on this before. There's basically two things here that are going to happen. We're going to have rookies that just land in the right spot and they immediately their value immediately goes up because they went to the right spot. We're also going to have some players here who are stars that we don't know they're stars yet. They're going to be surprises and they're going to end up in places that we can't imagine getting a lot of playing time. Right. You can't be right on that. It it doesn't matter how much you try. It doesn't matter how much you look at it. There are some, there are some situations where you're like, that looks pretty like a pretty surefire thing. Um, You know, the Jamar chases of the world, um, the Najee Harris's of the world. Look at how surefire Saquon Barkley was going to be. Right. I mean, that like he was going to be a once in a decade running back, right? Like he didn't run. He didn't end up in a good situation. He's, you know, it's not. Uh, so it's just all unknown right now. And for you can only do so much research before you're going to drive yourself crazy. So we thought today we could take a little uh, dynasty road trip, at least at least uh, around the league. Uh, to the different places where, hey, if they get this position, that person gets playing time right away. That's a pretty solid position to look at. You, uh, you up for taking a little cruise? Yeah, I, uh, I just cracked one. I think I can, I think I can sneak it out of here. <clears throat> I, I am going to need myself. I'm going to need to refill um, the old whiskey. So I will be, uh, I will be right back. With All that. right, well, let's take a leak and pay the tab. Sounds good. All right. All right. It's time to settle up at the bar and the bathroom. Top off that tank and grab one for the road, because we're about to take you around the league on a Dynasty Road Trip. Holy shit, bro. All right. I'm going to bring up our, our NFL team thing here. Oh. Is that your dog? That's my cat. That's your cat. Yeah. That don't that doesn't sound that doesn't sound great. No, that don't sound that don't sound right at all. Mm, that's yeah. just a that's a big hairball. Uh, he seems all right now. Well good. All right, let's go into this. <laughs> I won't say unaffected by it, but he seems all right. <laughs> Definitely seems like his faith is shaken. <laughs> this fucking cat. I think what we're going to need to do is uh, probably drop the cat off at the vet. I got to get the Heimlich involved here. He's yeah. <laughs> got a little, little, little furry in the throat there. Uh-huh. You you get animaled a lot in your recordings, but I do. In fairness, when you're podcasting all the time, chances are pretty high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my dog's actually learned now. He doesn't even whine. He comes down and looks at me. And he's like, "Oh, guy's got the magic hat on. I'll just go upstairs. <laughs> he's not going to talk to me." I feel like I'm going to let these guys ride sh- ride shotgun with us today. What Why not? I mean, let's let's put them right up in the front seat here. Let's All right. let's let them know. I, I, I'm a, the only reason why I hesitate there, and I kind of thought about putting them in back in bitches. This kind of gives away a, a little bit of draft strategy, you know. Uh, not not that people are necessarily in our leagues are going to listen to this and understand what we're going to draft, but we're going to give a little bit of glimpse into into places we like guys landing, um, and uh, you know, tip, tips your hat just a little bit, but. All right, not 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 big secrets though. Not, I mean, not big secrets. Um, so you know, I found with 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 dynasty football, you have a league of ten guys. Three of them are over prepared. Uh, five of them are about as prepared as your average person would be, and two of them are like, "What's football?" They <laughs> 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 do a draft. They're doing one again this year. Yeah. How would I do last year? Uh, you got third place. Oh, sweet. Oh, All right. right. Yeah. Uh, so I thought we'd start down in the uh, mess your brain up. I'm going to go down in the south, get warm right away. Hot damn. This, this Wisconsin weather's 
that's about enough. It was nice yesterday, and now it's cloudy and cold again by the end of the night. Oh man, it was good out there today. I was, it was. I, I was out there all day. I was out there too. I, I'll, though the wind here is pretty intense. Yeah, that's true. It's yeah. uh, it was bullshit. Yeah, I'm pulling off my hat. Yeah, I gotta have that. I get sunburn on top of the head. I ain't dealing with that shit. Yeah, yeah. I haven't been blue that many times since forever. Um. <laughs> all right yeah that reminds me of no time in my life um, <laughs> uh really takes me back to never oh, uh, man. you remember that no no i don't at all <laughs> me neither because it didn't happen uh let's start with an easy team uh, you want to talk about some opportunities for production. How about Atlanta? Fair. Uh, if you're a rookie running back or you're a rookie wide receiver and you get drafted by Atlanta, congratulations, you are a starter. Yeah, and that's one of the things we talked about earlier. It's that path to touches. It doesn't mean the, the player is going to be any good, but you're going to know whether or not they suck sooner. Yes. And yep. that's... That's sometimes that's good to know. Now, I would argue too that a running back who falls into opportunity doesn't even matter the talent of the team, really. Like a running back with opportunity to be the starter is something that you've got 32 chances for that to happen. Yeah. And if you, and honestly, coming out of this year's draft, I think you're going to see maybe two spots if that's an option. So we'll see as we go through this list. All right. The Panthers, I don't see any position there that that is a good spot for rookie quarterback. And that's not, and that's, I guess quarterback is fair. Quarterback's fair. Um, it depends. That's that comes down to landing spot. I mean, if there's a guy you like and he looks like he could be slated for starter touches, so it's worth it. Maybe to just take a run at it just to find out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess I'm, I'm thinking about that and I'm thinking if Malik Willis ends up in Carolina, right? You take a shot at that. I take a shot at that, especially since he comes in with uh, DJ Moore and Christian McCaffrey to pass right. it to right away. Yeah, so I guess Car- Carolina quarterback in Carolina would be interesting. It's all yeah. Um, it's going to depend on where you're drafting. Yep. I don't think personally. I don't know if I could. I know from dynasty leagues, and I know from the scrambling quarterback being the new hot and success with some of these quarterbacks that. Malik Willis is the only quarterback that I could see being drafted in the first round of most of my dynasty drafts this year. Yeah. Um, even, even if like, I would say if Kenny Pickett went to Carolina, I don't think he's a first round pick. Yeah. I and, think he's still a second rounder. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so Carolina, yes. At the quarterback position. Um, phew, New Orleans. Oof. Um, quarterback again i mean maybe a wide i mean that's who i don't i don't love anything there but there's going to be some opportunity like we still don't know i have not heard anything about what's going to happen with kamara no no uh, no it, idea uh, so i mean like the touches and the breakdown and the percentages all up in the air yeah. there yeah I mean, so we don't we don't know who's getting what slices of the pie and what size that pie is. I would say this though, just because of the way you and I are reacting to this, <clears> like a quarterback's an okay fit there, a wide receiver is going to get playing time, and a running back's probably going to at least get some carries. I think you might find a value in a guy who goes to New Orleans because everyone will probably have the same reaction we did to it. Like, like meh, yeah, gross. Fair. We don't know, we don't know what the coaching's going to do. We have no idea what's happening. And then we go to Tampa Bay, which that's that's full. <laughs> They're done. Wow. There's nothing. There's nothing in Tampa that they could draft that that I want to draft because that is no. A team that's that, it's all based on Brady's value, and yeah. he's done after this year. Even if he's magically yeah. still going, it's not going to be there. Well, and I mean, yeah, if he like you got Fournette's your running back, you got Evans and Godwin as your wide receivers. Then they brought in Russell Gage as their third wide receiver. They always seem to have nine tight ends. There's no one going there that I'm going to touch. I mean, you could look at a rookie tight end, but like I said, that value is all based on having your quarterback. And look what we did to that team when they didn't have one. 
Yeah. And we wrote them right the hell off. And, mm-hmm. and there wasn't, <laughs> there wasn't any real fix to be had. No, no. Uh, let's go up North. Hey, all right. All right. This is, I believe I'm from the area. I believe you can legally drink in the car. I had to up North here. I'm pretty, <laughs> pretty, I'm pretty sure 50% of our population thinks that. Yeah. They, they operate that way, whether or not it's the law. Hey, Put her yeah. in a cooler, so you yeah. know. Let's. I so can't you, see it. You know, I pulled you over today because you wanted one of my beers. <laughs> um, the Coolers bears open. You got loose ones flying out. Close it down. <laughs> Pay close attention, eh? <laughs> I can be on your way, huh? <laughs> just have. I believe you just pulled off the five accent sentence. <laughs> that was. <laughs> <laughs> That was impressive. Around the state of Wisconsin. Are you American, Irish, Canadian? That's uh, <laughs> well, that was classy. I know. I I, we got real north, and I almost threw in a hoser, but I was like, yeah. oh, I got to pull that back. Yeah, you really went for it. I, clearly, <laughs> I we, could use, we could use some border work up north here. Yeah, um, yeah it, it about got out of hand. Uh, we got the Bears, where I will say um, <gasps> there's, there's room for a rookie wide receiver in Chicago. Uh, Robinson is gone. Darnell Mooney's there. I think they brought in uh, Equinamius St. Brown, who's just right. a, a, a guy. Um, Pringle. So Pringles over there. But I still think they're still lacking that uh, touchdown, big body wide receiver guy. Um, I mean, Equinamius is big, but he's he's tall, but he's not that, that guy. Right. Um, you didn't name anybody th- <clears throat> besides Mooney that yeah. I can't see getting beat out for a starting gig. Yeah. Justin Fields is locked in at quarterback. They spent draft capital on Cole Komet a few years ago, and uh, Khalil Herbert and David Montgomery are definitely both young and talented. So um, there, there's really – it's happy wide receiver for me to be interested in Chicago. Well, I'm going to hop right into Detroit here. Uh, Detroit's <gasps> – Detroit is a tough one because they're – you know, quarterback. Yes, if the quarterback goes there, like if if they pick, they pick two. So if something crazy happens, that the Lions get a quarterback in the top ten, like trade down or something, I might be interested. Outside of that, I'm not. If they don't spend draft capital in the top ten, then they're going to roll with Jared Goff for another year at least. DeAndre Swift is young. Amon Brown Saint or Mon Ross Saint Brown is young. Uh, he's looks great. They brought in DJ shark. Oh, right. uh, they have TJ Hawkinson. So it's not a team where I'm really, I don't see a clear path for rookies to get any playing time or unseat anyone. They're a pretty young team. Um, so not, yeah, Detroit doesn't interest me at all. Here's the one that everyone's talking about. Everyone is talking about who's going to be the next Devonte Adams. <laughs> Right, the Packers are going to draft a wide receiver. And he will be overdrafted. I feel, I feel, and I know we 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 draft with a lot of Packer fans, and there's there's a legit thing here, but um, I, I don't know, like, how good would a wide receiver have to be? to have even close to Adams production. And, and I don't think Aaron Rodgers. I can't remember the last time there was a outstanding rookie that Rodgers liked to feed. Jordy. I feel like obviously the, the wide receiver that goes to the Packers is going to be a solid fantasy pick. I think you have to pay too much to get it. Yeah, almost definitely. And, and it doesn't, there's a few uh, rookie wide receivers that make immediate impact, but it's always those guys in the top of the draft. Yeah. Yeah. And the Packers would have to do a lot to move up and keep in mind. They, they, uh, they did get some draft capital in the Devontae Adams trade, but to, t- to take a great wide receiver like Adams, flip them for a one and two, and then use that draft capital game to move up, to grab a guy that you hope can be as good as Devontae Adams right. is not a good strategy. And the other thing I would say, I don't see Aaron Rodgers playing in the league for two years. Like I, I think this year and maybe no. next year, and then he's well, he'll be forty. 
and he has seemed not interested in football since he was 31. So <laughs> he's just he's just talented, but he doesn't. He seems to be like the kind of guy who would just step away pretty easily. So I don't yeah. know. I I mean, who knows what happens to the Packers next? If growing history repeats itself, start but, growing grapes and yeah, yeah, he's he's very close to being barefoot. Yeah. Soon. Um, so Packers wide receiver, you know. AJ Dillon's the future at running back. Aaron Jones is already there. I don't ever draft tight ends for the Packers. They've never used them. Um, yeah, so wide receiver. Um, the Vikings. I think they're they're set across the board. Yeah, there's not yeah. Uh, not a yeah. clear path to any touches there. No, Delvin Cook injury. Yeah, Delvin Cook, Adam Thielen, uh, <clears throat> Osborne. Justin Jefferson's clearly the alpha there. Irv Smith is coming back from injury. Right. They've um, got reasonable depth even. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're solid. So I'm not looking at a Viking. Um, let's go to the West here. The Cardinals. Man, I certainly I certainly like a wide receiver in Arizona myself. Sure. Um, I think it's a great landing spot for a wide receiver. DeAndre Hopkins. Um I don't want to say he's I feel like he's like he's broken. I feel like he's broke. I feel like he's, I feel like he's become something different than what he used to be. I feel like John Deere Hopkins, who used to be the, I get 100 yards receiving is now I get a touchdown. Like, yeah. I, you know, like, like I, I, I like 45 and a touchdown. Yeah, yeah. I like the 100 yards, no touchdown over the, the 35 and a touchdown guy. That's just my preference. But uh, I like, I like yardage. Um, the touchdowns come and go season to season. Um, obviously, quarterback, they signed James Conner long-term there. The tight ends, they re-signed Max Williams. They extended Zach Ertz. So, really, it's just wide receiver for me there. Rams? No. This, they, they're, they're the same team. They just switched out Odell Beckham for Allen Robinson. Maybe a running back? Maybe. I think Cam, Cam Akers will be 100% healthy next year. Maybe uh, I'd look at taking a backup there because that's a spot that feels like you're an acres injury away from seeing yeah. touches. Yep. If, if, I mean, if they go into this year with that same room, if they go in with acres, Henderson and Michelle on the roster, uh, I'm not touching a rookie 49ers. I mean, you've got to <laughs> say wide receiver, man, it would, it's going to be interesting. We, we might see a draft day trade here with this Debo situation. Um, oh, that's that's just mind-boggling. Mm-hmm. There's a uh, one thing that I I certainly like to do in the NFL, and it's like I like taking the X receiver for a Shanahan run offense. And if Debo's gone, that is a giant giant hole for a wide receiver to step into. So I would say San Francisco. I don't think we know till draft day, but if Debo's gone. I'm all in on that wide receiver they draft. Yeah, that's I said path to targets. That would yeah. be it. Yeah. I don't even know who their two is right now. Uh Ayuk would be their two. Oh, right. So I don't know who their three is. Yeah. The Seahawks, a quarterback. I don't love it. it a running back's another one I could see. Again, path to touches. Yeah. They brought back Penny. Right, Carson Carson's coming back, but I don't, I, I don't. I just read a report last week that Carson's only coming back by contract. That no one can actually say Carson's back um, okay. for sure. So, if we won't get an update before the draft, but yeah, I I would be interested in a running back going to the Seahawks. Penny uh, was only signed to a one year deal, huh? So, uh, so and then we got to say quarterback here, right? I right. mean, um. I don't see a rookie, you know, you're supplanting Drew Locke. I don't think that's yeah. a, a huge stretch. No, no. I, and I don't know if I, I mean, you got Metcalf and you've got um, Lockett. I mean, the quarterback coming in there, he's got some weapons. Right. And they got a tight end in that deal. So yeah, they did. They didn't know if they decide to. maybe they're going to use one now. I, I don't know. Uh, let's go up to the NFC East here. The Cowboys. <laughs> I feel like they're going to take a wide receiver. They lost yeah. Cooper. They lost Cedric Wilson. So what you're talking Gallup as your two and Washington is your three right now. Yeah. Yeah. I, like I keep 
saying path to touches. Yeah. I can see those two guys getting jumped on a depth chart. Yep. Yep. The Giants. <gasps> wow. What a clusterfuck. I don't th- I think the Giants are in this tough spot where they've got to see what they got because it had bad coaching. So, you know, Saquon is going to be there. Um, Daniel Jones is going to be there. Yeah. Uh, they've paid Kenny Galladay. It looks like they're trying to trade Kadarius Tony, um, which is interesting. I don't get why Weird. they're trying to do that. Uh, yeah, a guy who's on a relatively reasonable right? rookie deal for another, what, three years with an option yeah. at a fourth? Yeah, yeah. I kind of want to stay away from that organization until I see what happens. Yeah, clusterfuck. Yeah, indeed. Uh, the Eagles. Um, I, Wide? I, you know, I'm going to say this. I could actually, outside of tight end, I'd be interested in any rookie uh, wide receiver or running back that they took in the first two rounds. Um, right. I know Miles Sanders is there. Um, but if they draft someone that high, yeah. they're tipping their hand. And if that does happen, then yeah, that would that would raise my interest. Mm. And they only really have Devonta Smith on the as wide receiver. I could definitely see them. The Eagles definitely see them going wide receiver here. And yeah. here's what I think the Eagles are going to do. And this is why I think they did that weird trade with the Saints where they basically moved this year's first to next year's first. They're going to give Jalen Hurts one more year to prove it. But um, I think they're going to get their weapons in place for whatever quarterbacks there next year in this year's draft. So okay. I, I could see the Eagles going wide receiver in round one. And then Hertz has no excuses, really. You know, if he's not good with Devontae Smith, another first round wide, all those running backs, Dallas Goder, then they'll draft a quarterback next year. <sighs> I don't even want to talk about this team, but we're going to have to. <laughs> The Washington Commanders. Oh, wow. Everything? I guess everything's got a path to touches. But that's the problem. Like, they're just not using good talent. So it feels that way. But they have Antonio Gibson. They brought back J.D. McKissick. They've got Terry McLaurin. But Carson Wentz is the quarterback. Logan Thomas coming back at what thirty one? Yeah, he's old. So maybe maybe a tight end that goes in the top two rounds there. I'd be interested in, and they don't have a number two wide receiver. But yeah, but Carson Wentz is the guy to throw it to them. So that's kind of gross. Yeah, I, I I cannot foresee myself taking a Washington Commander in the first round of my dynasty draft. No. Something weird would have to happen. Yeah. Like like they shocked everyone and took Brees Hall. <laughs> right. Right. I want I wonder if like something like that, like Brees Hall, the consensus number one overall fantasy pick, number one running back. Pretty straightforward. I don't think you're gonna find a board that isn't Brees Hall as the number one dynasty pick. Not uh, that I've been seeing anywhere online. But if he went to a crap team, I wonder what that would do. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, we don't know. And that that's, we'll find out. We'll find out on Thursday, probably. Um, let's hop on over to the AFC. Let's go down in the dirty South there. Um, start with the Texans. Uh, wide receiver is interesting. Running back is interesting. Shit. Running back is probably the best to go. I th- anything there, really, I guess, other than probably quarterback. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, last year, unless you're you know, really paying attention, and I, I only know this because I, I drafted, they, had a, they took a, a rookie tight end, they took a rookie wide receiver, and they took a rookie quarterback uh, last year, and all those guys were starters by the end of the season. So Davis Mills... Huh. Brevin Jordan, I believe, is the, the tight end. And uh, Nico Collins, who's a guy that I actually drafted in both my dynasties. Oh, I tried to draft in both my dynasties. guy I'm pretty high on going into year two. And surprisingly, they signed Brandon Cooks to another two-year deal. So, Oh, no shit. Yeah. Wow. He didn't get traded. I know. Shocking, oh, right? We've shifted timelines. I know. It's really weird. Okay. I think that's good. But I would say Texans take a running back in the first two rounds. I'm pretty interested because every every Rex Burkhead, 
David Johnson, Marlon Mack, they can all be beat out pretty. The Colts, uh, you know, wide receiver, tight end. They're they're actually really hurting in those departments, by the way. I mean, they they got nice pieces. They got Matt Ryan. They've got Michael Pittman. They've got Jonathan Taylor. That's about it. Yeah, there's no depth there. I would, in fact, I will say this. I'll say this, and I don't want to say this because I don't want people... (sighs) Oh, do we do we need to fire up the hot take sounder? This is a hot take. Oh, uh, here we go. All right. Sizzling hot takes. If the Indianapolis Colts draft a tight end in the first two rounds of the draft, that that will be the number one fantasy rookie tight end this year. Okay. Matt Ryan loves him some tight end. The True. Colts the Colts only have Mo Alley Cox on their roster as the tight end spot. Um, uh, Mo Cox. And I don't, I'm going to this, I'm going to have to look at this. I believe their tight end roster is super thin. I believe Jack Doyle retired, retired. Yeah. Right. Uh, Kylan Sad. Grayson is going into his third year. Um, 24. Okay. Yeah. He's only six, two, which is pretty short for a tight end actually. Yeah. That's um, smallish. So, I'm just going to throw this out there that uh, I I believe a that the Colts could be looking for a tight end to be their uh, their weapon this year. The Jaguars they've spent all of their money on every dynasty position that they could draft for. There's there's no room yeah. left. They've overpaid every wide receiver. They have two injured running backs who are young. They've already got their quarterback that they're stuck with for the next three years. I'm not interested in any rookie going there. No. Let's, and then the Titans. <gasps> wide receiver? Yeah, for sure wide receiver. So along with the Debo Samuel stuff, there's some A.J. Brown stuff. But the A.J. Brown stuff seems a little more s- subdued, like that he's just making noise because he wants his money, not, right. that he, not that he wants out. Right. Um, it's uh, Somebody is going to give it to him. Do you remember the other wide receiver that ended up in Tennessee? I no, you don't. I, I don't. You don't. I didn't think you would. Robert Woods. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Bobby Trees for a six. Thank God. Yeah, it was it was cheap. Yeah, it was well, cheap. Like so, said, coming back off an injury. So yeah, yep. I mean, yep. yeah. If he comes back, that's that's big. Yeah. So, I mean, Titans. I don't think they have any tight ends though. Yeah, the, no, the, I think it's still Ferkser. No, he's gone. He's gone. They brought in Hooper. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I believe I believe Ferkser went to Atlanta. Okay. So really, in Tennessee, wide receiver. And right. honestly, though, Derrick Henry's twenty-eight. Uh, you know, he's got a lot of touches. He does. So I mean, Titans take a running back in the first three rounds. I, I might might want to look at that in your second and third round of your dynasty draft to be like, all right, you know, they, they might be just seeing what's out there in the future. You know, we're going to go up to the north here. I The Ravens, there's no one I really want. They're pretty stacked across the board. I mean, wide receiver, but I generally yeah. don't like how that goes for a Baltimore wide receiver. Well, it's something I avoid. They have Marquise Brown and, they, and Rashad Bateman. They drafted in the first last year, and he came on pretty strong. Mark Andrews signed a long-term deal. Lamar will sign a long-term deal. And they've got a bevy of running backs coming back. Yeah. Like, if the Ravens took a running back in the second round, I'd be concerned about J.K. Dobbins' knee. Yeah, fair. Um, but if if they don't look at running back to, like, the fifth, sixth round, then I don't want anyone from the Ravens. I guess I kind of feel the same way about the Bengals. What else could they... Tight end, maybe? Yeah, because they brought in Hayden Hurst to replace CJ Uzuma. Yeah, that seems even up. Yeah. I guess I guess a tight end in the top three rounds of the Bengals, someone I would look at, but not to like yeah. not to like the third, because if you think about that, like what Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd, and then you throw to the tight end. Right. The Browns. <gasps> wide, maybe? Yeah, wide. Because they have Cooper, and Landry is not back. No, Donovan People Jones. Yeah, wide receiver there. I mean, you got 
it's the Browns, but it's Deshaun Watson. Yeah, and it's theoretically a deep wide receiver class. A lot of these teams are going to take multiple wide receivers. So mm-hmm. even if you get one, it might not even be the one. Yeah. Yeah, so I go wide receiver for the Browns for sure. Uh, Steelers. I mean, <gasps> wide receiver again. Wide receiver and quarterback there for me. Yeah, I think they're pretty locked in on Trubisky, but if they do spend some early draft capital at quarterback, that'll tell you they're not confident. So if that is the case, I would look at a quarterback from them too. Correct me if I'm wrong. Trubisky signed a one-year, two-year deal. Two. Two-year deal. Okay. So yeah, a lot of incentives. Interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, if they get a guy cheap and, (laughs) and uh, can hold him out from, hitting those incentives that contracts worth 14 million instead of 28 wide receiver. I could see uh, uh, as the three maybe working its way in, but uh, yeah. yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, that's tough. I mean, that's, you got Najee Harris, super young. You've got Pat Fryer, super young. You've got Claypool who's young and Deontay Johnson's going to get his big contract. So right. you're, you're talking all, about all still in their first contracts, right? So you're talking about a guy who's, best scenario is wide receiver three. So yes, I right. drafted, it, but I'm not taking that to like the third round. No, no, not an early move. Uh, let's move to the West. I can tell you as a Broncos fan, <gasps> there's nothing to see here. They're they've yeah. long-term signed Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, Jerry Judy, uh, Albert Obugu is going to be their starting tight end. He is young. Russell Wilson is going to be there a long time. And Javante Williams is the future of the running back position in Denver. I'm not touching any Bronco rookie this year. Fair. The Chiefs are the same thing to me as the Packers. Yeah, wide receiver there. Yep. I mean, whoever goes there is going to have huge value and will probably be drafted a little bit too high because overpay for sure. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, Tell you what, too, if I own Marcus. Marquez Valdez Gatlin, or if I own Sammy Watkins, they, you know, uh, Scatlin went to the Chiefs, Watkins went to the Packers. I'd be so happy if someone would give me a third round pick for any of those players. <laughs> yeah, you'd get out of that right now. Yeah, I would, I would, I'm, I'd get out on that as quick as I could. I'd get out on Alan Zard right now as quick as I can. People get excited that, like, oh, this is gone and these targets are going to this guy. There's a reason why these guys are 26, 27 years old and have not been the number one wide receiver. I mean, Marquez Valdez Scaling could have been a great number two opposite Devontae Adams. You couldn't be in a better spot as wide receiver and he didn't succeed. So it's not like him opposite of Nicole Hardman is better for him. <laughs> right. And Juju in there. Oh, yeah, you got Juju too. Yeah. So so it's a little bit crowded. Yeah, I'm I guess um and they brought Ronald Jones in. Uh, so the running back room is full. Travis Kels is still there. Um, yeah, I, I'm staying away from chiefs pretty much. Um, unless they draft a wide receiver in the first round, then I might be interested, but probably not interested in paying what I have to to get it. Right. It's going to be an overpay. Yeah. Raiders <gasps> thoughts on the Raiders wide receiver again. Yeah. Maybe tight end. Cause Waller's hitting 30. I would say tight end. I would say tight end. You got Adams and Renfro at wide receiver. There, um, yeah. Uh, Braylon Edwards is there. I mean, n- nothing stellar, but uh, I think you're right on Waller, especially like you said. If they go like second round tight end, you know that they're looking in two years to re- that Waller's going to be done. Right. That guy gets that guy is amazing, but he's he gets hurt pretty easy nowadays. The Chargers. This is kind of like one of my secret landing places for a running back. I was going to say running back feels like, yeah, I can see that. Because Austin Eckler, he's great. I believe he's a little bit up there in age for running back. Um, but that feels like a spot where, again, you're one injury away from touches. Mm-hmm. How old is he? Well, he's only, wow. I didn't realize he was, I didn't was that young. I'm, I stand corrected. I don't think, I mean, they drafted Larry Roundtree last year, but shit, Eckler's only 26. That was totally wrong. I thought he was a lot older than that. Wow. He must have come into the league at 20. Yeah. Six years of experience. Yeah. 
Holy Western, geez. Western State at 20. Huh. Hmm. Crazy. I think he was undrafted. Just goes to show you. I think he was undrafted, honestly. Maybe wide receiver just because uh, Keenan Allen's getting up there. But not that offense that. seems big enough to support extra touches. Well, they drafted Palmer in the third round last year, who's kind of, yeah. I, I guess there's Los Angeles is also, again, I'd say not a first round player I'm going to take. Um, and then our last division, the Buffalo Bills. <gasps> to me, the ultimate spot for this year's draft, like the best scenario for any one player, is if Brees Hall ends up as the running back for the Buffalo Bills. That to me is like the number one best fit for fantasy production this year because the Bills have Devin Singletary, and that's about it. Uh, and they are really, they're really like one or two pieces away from being in the Super Bowl. I could see Brees Hall going to the Bills, and I think that'll be a huge get. Yeah, because otherwise it seems like they feel pretty content to move up the pieces they have at wide receiver. Uh, they clearly have enough tight ends to go around. Yep. Um, yeah, uh, that offense. I, I think they're another team. They're going to land a wide receiver or two in the draft. But uh, uh, again, we'll see who cracks lineups and, and and has path to touches. Here's the thing. I feel like I was. I feel like this. The Bills is in our team where they got someone at wide receiver and we forgot about it. Yeah, they're pretty deep at wide. Um. That's it. They brought in Jameson Crowder. Okay. So if you go Stefan Diggs and Gabriel Davis and Isaiah McKenzie, and then you replace Cole Beasley with Jameson Crowder. Yeah, he's your possession guy. Did you did you know? Um I know I can see my screen. Did you know how old that Cole Beasley was 32 years I'm old? Just seeing that. Yeah. Man. Uh, yeah. They uh that shocks me. Like they got four years younger by going Jameson Crowder or Cole Beasley. Well, I thought Crowder was 30. What the I fuck? Know. I know, right? Huh. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, um, that's a good upgrade. Really yeah. similar size numbers. Yeah. Uh, I think, in my opinion, Crowder's the superior receiver. I, I agree. Uh, th- there's a, a hot fantasy take for you guys. Uh, Jam- <laughs> Jamison Crowder. Wait, wait. Not- let's fire up the hot take sounder. <laughs> Sizzling hot takes. Jamison Crowder is a really good buy low cheap guy to get in the uh, off season and before the season starts. No one's high on Jamison Crowder, but man, give me the slot receiver with Josh Allen all day. Okay, fire it up again. Sizzling hot takes. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Jamison Crowder is an upgrade on Cole Beasley. Hot yeah. take. If that's that's hot enough to be a hot take, that's fair. He's that's- also. Feels like a hot pocket coming out of the microwave, just scalding yeah. the roof of my mouth. I love it. I love it. The dolphins, <gasps> they feel really full. They do. Um, the running back room is too full for them to draft. It's a mess. Um, their wide receiver room feels full. They had to move Parker to clear out room. They brought Gasecki back. Um, it's interesting. Mike McDaniels, the guy that came from San Francisco, is like, you know what worked for us? A really muddied running back room in San Francisco. So let's do that here. I believe, I don't think I'm incorrect in saying that they, they have Miles Gaston, Selvin Ahmed, Raheem Mostert, and Chase Edmonds all on their under contract. Yeah. Yeah. So a, a rookie in that mix means one of those guys has to get cut for them to even draft a rookie. Exactly. So if they do it, it's probably going to be late, late. The Patriots? Um, no. Yeah, I try not to if I can help it. But somebody always gets those touches. I just yeah. I don't want to be caught holding the bag. There's a huge, huge difference, though. There's a huge difference. Josh McDaniels is not the offensive coordinator on that team next year. True. And I don't know what that means, but I also think Mac Jones is the, is not a good quarterback. He he just cannot throw a deep ball. Yeah, a more scheme. Yeah, I, it's it's more like Josh McDaniels always. I, I will say it again: Josh McDaniels make Kyle Orton look awesome in Denver. 
I don't, I don't believe that Mac Jones is a good quarterback. I think it's a, a misnomer. In fact, may I throw out another hot take? Oh, shit, yeah. Let's get our use out of this. Sizzling hot takes. I'll throw out a hot take that by the end of next season, Zach Wilson will be a better quarterback than Mac Jones. I hope that's right because I have 25% own share in Zach Wilson. I just think Mac Jones was just a, a product of Josh McDaniels playing to his strength offensively and the Patriots having a good defense. I don't think Mac Jones can score enough points if the Patriots don't have a good defense. Yeah, it seemed from what I saw, everything looked like dink and dunk, high percentage yep. um, stuff. Uh, this takes us to our last team that we just talked about, and it's the New York Jets. <gasps> I'm interested in anyone besides quarterback drafted by the Jets. True. I can see path to touches at any position. Every spot. Um, you know, Elijah Moore is the wide receiver, but, you know, we went into last year kind of even going to forget his name because Corey Davis was, oh, was right. He was the hot. He looks great. Uh, in you know, uh, the preseason games, he was going to be Zach Wilson's favorite target. Um, but yeah, Elijah Moore, Corey Davis, Braxton Berrios, Denzel Mims is kind of, I feel like there's a big opportunity here at tight end and at wide receiver. And quite honestly, I, we might differ on this. I know you're a Michael Carter fan, but Michael Carter was a fourth round running back. I don't know if he's guaranteed to be just the guy next year. This could could be a carry on Johnson situation where uh, the touches path to touches, as I keep saying, lined up well early and there was some production, but I'm with you. I wouldn't be shocked if the jets were like, we need more at this position. Yep. Yep. I agree. Well, that wraps up our kind of going around the league. I, I guess if we want to sum it up, I, I got to say, we didn't really, uh, besides Buffalo and Atlanta, we didn't love any team for a running back right now. Uh, that's about it. I mean, like where, where I feel rock solid about drafting a running back this year, it's got to go to one of those two teams. Yeah. Um, Everything else feels injury dependent. It does. Um Plenty of opportunity for wide receivers across the board. Um, some opportunities from tight end, but from what I've heard, there's not really any top tight ends in this year's draft. And at quarterback, I think you and I would agree, I'm really only interested in Malik Willis. Kind of, yeah. I mean, some other guys, they're dudes I would take in the third, like Pickett. Yeah. I'd take Pickett. a flyer on Pickett, but uh, it's got to be late. Yep. Well, before we uh, drop everyone off at their house, um, maybe we could just quickly, uh, before we wrap it up here, just kind of look at this uh, board of upcoming rookies. Now, I know you. this is where you and I kind of differ. Um, I do know a lot of these names on this sheet, um, but they mean nothing to me because I don't know where they're going to end up. True. So I, I can throw out to you a few uh, names, and I think I'll just go through a few positions and say, probably these players you're going to draft no matter where they end up Uh, at running back. You're going to take Brees Hall uh, as the number one overall pick everywhere. We talked about that, right? It seems like Kenneth Walker has been the consensus number two running back I've heard. And then it seems to be wherever they land after that. So I, I believe Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker are guys that you're going to draft no matter where they end up. Um, and I think we could maybe say the same for Malik Willis at quarterback. Right. I have uh, some interest in his skill set wherever it should happen to land. And then we've got at wide receiver, uh, we've got Garrett Wilson, Traylon Burks, Drake London as three guys that, that are the top talent. There is not a clear number one talent, though, at wide receiver like we've had over the years with like the Jamar Chase. No one's like, that's right. the guy. These guys are like, Garrett Wilson, Traylon Burks, and Drake London, it's like wherever they land is going to change change their draft order. Yeah, they keep saying it's a deep class, and yeah, it's going to be landing spot dependent big time for the wide receiver class. Um, and then I do know that this Jamison Williams is, uh, I believe he's coming off a knee injury, so he would have been a top guy uh, if that wasn't the case. And then uh, after that, I got to be honest, 
there's not even a, you know, there's a, a tight end in this draft. The highest rate tight end is the 17th guy in the rookie class. Um, I, I honestly think we might come out of this uh, in all of our dynasty leagues that we're drafting one tight end in every single, no matter like four rounds or three rounds, that's all oh, we're really? going to see. Like, yeah, it's pr- it could be. It, you've told me there's, there's rumors of, uh, I don't know how, how you're putting that out there to the world, but some drunk streaming coming up here. You want to talk yes. a little bit about that? Um, one of the many podcasts on the half-assed podcast network is uh, the newest incarnation. Thank God it's fantasy TGIF mm, um, nice. plays on kind of a, a TV theme. And uh, um, yeah, we're going to get a bunch of people together and have a drunk along uh, for the draft. I don't know how that's going to pan out into content, but it's going to be fun. I'm looking for it. I mean, I love the NFL draft. It is. I don't know how a bunch of people sitting in a room together looking at people's names can be so exciting. Yes. Um, it is always anticlimactic, and I still get really, really excited. About it. <laughs> yeah, well, this is a good year for me. I have no idea what the Steelers are going to do. There's so many rumors, and Twitter is just rife with speculation. Yeah. Uh, supposed insider knowledge. That's why I said this time of year, I ignore all of that yeah. shit. Uh, it doesn't matter at the end right. of the day. Somebody's going to land if Pittsburgh does make any of these zany moves. What fucking difference would it have made for me to know it a week ago? Right. It doesn't yeah. matter. Like, if you want to have fun and play the speculation game, definitely do, but don't put any stock in any of this shit and don't waste your time on it if you're not having fun doing it. Yeah, I, I agree. The cat it's, is snoring now. Well, I can't hear the cat snoring. Oh, I can. Mm. Touch it. Has it got like a got like a vibrating pussy over there? <laughs> feels, feels, sound a little stuffed up. Yeah. <laughs> well, he didn't sound great before. <laughs> no, that's true. This is a clear upgrade. <laughs> he's, he's, he's gone from death to sleep. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, he's he snores, but choking to death. <laughs> 